want to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet who I think can do some good. They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. We have built-in deniability. What makes you think you can control them? You know what I realized? I don't know how to listen to music. And I saw the difference between being an amateur and being a professional. Because listening to, watching Cut, listen to Infinity Money, I was like, I've been listening to music wrong all my life. He has DJ is. He, he knows he can go. But watching him nod his head to objective nonsense. It, it's nonsense. I mean... The song goes. I was with you maybe like the first week when it came out. But now, this is the gym. That should grow on me. <laughs> should grow on this is the gym. That should grow on me so much. You deadlifted it up, Andrew. You could go, yeah, 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 for anything in life, and it fits. To be fair, Uzi Vert has a whole song, but that's all he does. And that became what the, the, uh, the Eagles came out to that for the for the I'm Super Bowl. trying to tell you. What are we it, talking about? It works. He said I don't. Nothing. I don't know, and this is why most F has such a problem with this generation. But it works. He got called out for that shit, though. He did, but I mean, most deaf, because he had, he had uh, Waka Flocka brought a, brought a picture. Waka Flocka of all people, by the way, brought a picture of like most deaf in a skirt. He was like, "Are you mad at Drake?" Oh, most deaf posted that himself. Oh, by the way, welcome to Guava Jam. Oh, Jesus fuck. And welcome to respectfully. I can I can stop calling it Guava Jam in the name of Jesus. I can, welcome to Guava. I could give it. No, the, I will. You know what? Because we gotta start. We gotta start branding. We have to worry about selling. So, welcome to respectfully. I'm Ronaldo. That is Andrew. Yes, sir. So listen. Um, speaking of gals, uh, talking about Guava Jam because I've done things with Guava Jam. I'm not proud of. I think you're proud. Or of I am proud. Of. I think you're proud of them. I think a little proud, bit. Yeah, like let's bit. let's be real. Bit. Don't cap. You gotta get to see this Guava Jam. You gotta, you gotta, like, well, you want when you do dirty things right. for them to be as clean as possible. You don't want to fuck up the pH balance and keep it in a good spot. That's know? not my concern after I leave. Unless I plan on returning. Your birthday going to bread. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You're still a filthy nigga. You better be 39. Are you still a filth monster? Does it stop? No, it doesn't. I'm 42 and I'm still there. <laughs> I'm still in that pocket. What are we talking about? I'm not going to lie to you. Proud of it. Proud of it. Concerned for who I brought into this world. Thank God those Steelers came today. Speaking of gals, uh, have you been, have you, aren't we always? Have you been paying attention to this Nicki Minaj, uh, Megan Thee Stallion beef? Gals are out of control. I can't keep up with them. Gals are out of control because when we were doing, full disclosure, when we were doing pre-show rundown and mm. you brought that up and then I had to mention, did you know that there's also a lot of Ice Spice beef? I love that you were on that side of it <laughs> and I was over here with the Nicki, Megan, Cardi side of you like, no, but also like on the B side, there's Lotto and da da da. So like, why are all of why is all of this happening right now? Because and are they trying to do this to retroactively take attention away? They can't they from can't. Taylor Swift because she's aligned herself with the NFL. I think what is happening right now is Nikki's getting her comeuppance pause. I mean, uh, um, do we do we have to pause comeuppance? No, shout to Big Mill. Okay, because you know he, you know, yes, comeuppance. You get it? Nope, it's right there. All right, he came up in her. Oh, many, many have. In her vagina. Like Donald Trump says, many have. <laughs> many have is crazy. <laughs> many have is That's nuts, fun to fun. That's nuts. Yo. <laughs> anyway, here's my question to you. Is Nikki the best rapper of this generation? Or is she the best rapper of this generation? Because no one else is in her lane for years. My thing about this is all of these beefs, all of these issues, and... They, Listen, I, 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 f I feel like, obviously, it doesn't matter because men have the same kind of ridiculous beefs in hip-hop. So we're not strictly making this uh, a women versus men kind of thing. This is no, no. part of the gender wars. And that didn't even but, come into conversation on Twitter, even. But I just feel like all of these happen in the same way, and it's the same MO every time we see this. It's young upstart starts to get attention. Mm-hmm. Their name is mentioned, or maybe not even mentioned, alongside Nikki, and she takes 
offense to the fact that someone else is trying to get just a minute bit of the attention that she receives, and then she just goes off. Here's the thing, though. What's the better bar? I'm, I'm quoting Megan Thee Stallion. I'm not calling women this at all. I don't use this word. Be careful. Yeah. She said, bitches need to stop worrying about me. Bitches need to worry about Megan's law. And you know what Megan's law is. Yeah. Right. Is that a nastier bar than is it your tour or your girl's tour? <laughs> the Megan's law line, by far. By far. My point. It hits, it hits on a different level. My point is women, women are nastier and meaner than men. Yeah. So this beef, like Nicki Minaj for a straight mi- mi- for a straight minute was like on your dead mama, on your dead mama. They had to send police out to Megan Thee Stallion's mother's gravesite to protect it from barbs. Let's be real. Ever since Tupac dropped the first line of "Hit 'Em Up," I don't think a man has been that disrespectful no. in hip hop beef ever no. since. Like first off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. That was that was it. I'll do you one better. Jay-Z made super ugly. No, sorry. It wasn't the line. It's actually the intro. It's him intro, saying, yeah. that's why I fucked your bitch. You by the way, by the way, way to get to the point. <laughs> way to put a fine point on it. <laughs> oh, you know what was most impressive by that? Because I remember young me listening to this and clutching my pearls like, where does he go from there? And it keep going up. It went, it went straight the fuck. When he was like, Prodigy had like sickle cell or some shit like that. I was like, why would you bring that up? Prodigy, how he catches stray. Don't, like, don't make fun of this. But anyway, you like, know? yeah, that's what men do. Because when you look at Drake and Meek Mill, it wasn't like, like you said, it wasn't insanely disrespectful no. bars in that. It no. was, hey, your girl is make more money than you. Which, okay. Now, I want someone to hit me with that line. Now, let, let's compare Nicki Minaj's horrible diss track, by the way. Yeah. Let's compare that to the bars we've heard from men. All Pusha T said was, you are hiding a son. That was it. He didn't talk bad with the little boy. So many He was movies. like, this, this weird mixed little son of a bitch. He was just like, yo, you hide my son. Jay-Z made super ugly that went way far. Then he apologized. His yeah. mother's like, apologize. He's like, all right, you got a so, point. Sorry. My bad. These gals are going. Chicken. Okay, hold on. Hold on. We got to discuss family. Oh, most of it is about family. I know. Me and you got to discuss family. Oh, okay. Me, I, I actually wish the guy was there. Mm-hmm. Do we think... Drake got a BBL. Because Megan came for him and said, niggas out here with BBL scars in another manhood what's, acting like a bad bitch. I'm sorry. She came for, she came for Drake neck. What's a, what's, what's a male BBL? Is it the same thing? Because it's similar. There, were, there was the, I remember one time he took a pic, I think it may have been in Turks, and people were like, oh, those abs aren't real. Right. Like something was done there. Mm-hmm. Those abs 100% aren't real. So is he getting, is a male BBL the same procedure accenting the same things? Because what? All I know is... Now, if you're saying he got work done, then um, I would be like, well, yeah, he's a rich person always in front of the camera. I assume that most of them get work done. Like, when dudes are going to prepare for... Would you get work done? Yes. When dudes are going to prepare for a role... We're not skipping over that. What do you mean? You would get work done? I would... If I had if I had to go be in a movie, if I was in a Marvel movie, I'd do an H-E-H all year. No, all a, year. no, no H-E-H is one thing. We're way past that. I mean, I'm talking about, the, like... What's the difference? Going on the table to get work done. Like... One day you like this, and the next day you show up and like you're my size but cut. You think you, you think walk in by John and John is gonna be like, excuse fucking me? How rich am I? You're Drake rich. <laughs> yes, I'm doing that shit. John, you get a BBL? No. No, no, no. Hold on. We did not I, say BBL. You said no. you said I, work no, no, no. done. You did Fuck not off. say BBL. Off. If now it was Drake Rich and he did that, I wasn't gonna say nothing. That's my boy. You said Work done. You did not say BBL. John, look me in the eye. I ain't getting no goddamn John, BBL. John, look me in the eye and tell me. If I walk in your house Friday mm-hmm. and I cut like now, pause. You look at it, you, you, you ain't getting no jokes off. Are you rich like Drake? Yes. No. I don't care how rich I is. I'm getting these jokes off. That's fine. I'm getting these jokes off. You, you, that's fine. See you that. got a tummy tuck, my nigga? That's you being rich. Yes. You wildin'. I don't see it as a negative. A man cannot get work done. Why? You gotta go to the gym like a man. Or, or, or if you fat, make wait, wait, money. Wait, 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 w
Those two things do not exist individually. You do both. You get work done and you also go How to much the gym. More I don't think this is just a male or female thing because look. It is. No, Lotto go to the gym and get work done. Meg the Stallion go to the gym, get work done. They fine as hell. Why is it not the same for us? I love it. What I'm asking you is. We exist in an era of equality in 2024. Oh, fuck off. Fuck off. How's the senior girls basketball going? They playing well. They playing hard. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they want senior girls playing. Name the best senior girls player. No, no, look at me. Name the best one. Too many to name. <laughs> I am not going to sit here on this, on this platform and single out one because the talent pool is so rich and so heavy. I do a great disservice, a great disservice by singling out one player. Let me ask, how dare you try to put me in that position? Let me ask you a question. News. Do we, <laughs> do we think Drake is pulling more girls with his BBL than he would have without the BBL? Yes. At his at his wealth. Yes. Because oh, oh, no, it don't yes. matter. It yes. don't matter. No, but listen, guys, 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 guys. You eliminate as much reasons as possible for them to say no. So I assume everyone has a line, right? So let's say he has a line. Let's say, hold on. Let's say there's a woman who's like, of course I would fuck with this out of shape man. He's wealthy. There are women that would say, you know what? He may be wealthy, but I ain't trying to fuck with him because I'm not physically attracted. Why just do one when you can have both? You can have the wealth and make them physically attractive. Who was the, who was the finest rap star female? Who's the finest female rap star in the 90s? In the 90s? Mm -hmm. Lil' Kim. Okay. Who was she fucking? Big. Is that a handsome gentleman? Is she, that a fit gentleman? She's attracted to his power. Is that a handsome gentleman or is that, or is that a fit gentleman? It's a good looking guy. <laughs> He went from ashy to classy. <laughs> he put on lotion and that was enough? The lotion is what I'm you're sure, I'm sure it was the finest of lotions. It was probably a serum. This nigga took down Lil' Kim and Faith Evans, who yeah. at the time, again, light-skinned, fine as fuck. What I'm trying to say to you, beloved, is Rick Ross exists. They were slapping the shit out of their belly. Khaled exists. I understand. To the point where Biggie Smalls shit on a lady once. So did Vince McMahon. HGH. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> HGH. All I'm saying is, if you have the means, why only do one when you can have both? Boy, we get sidetracked. We were talking about these gals beefing. Hold on. We have, to, we have to address Vince McMahon. Okay. Do we have to? We kind of have to. Go ahead. Did you read the text? Boy. What was his obsession? This is kind of like the basketball owner who was like, you can fuck anybody. Just leave the black players alone. Mm -hmm. Vince McMahon took that and overcorrected. And I was like, I want to see you. Yeah. Get fucked by like niggas. I wanna be I wanna be a cuck. What where why was it specifically us though? Why is it why is it never Cuban? No, it's, it's never Chilean, it's never Costa Rican. Why is it always us? Because I think inherently it goes back to some weird slave. Sambo owner. big dick. Yeah, yeah it, it goes back to some weird slave slave owner mentality. Because think about it, he already had this whole aura like, oh, these niggas working for me. Yeah, he did. So I'd like to see these things happen. To me, when I read that, that's the first place my mind went was, oh, this is some Django shit. Like, were we shocked? No, because if you look at, bro, most wrestling tropes were racist as fuck. 100%. Like, that was the way 100%. that they made wrestling characters. Think about it. The nation of domination that gave The Rock his real start. Like, The Rock started off as just this happy, campy, wrestler oh third generation his hair was puffy and all that and he was like no 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 go to what we have as our militant faction you go with the rest of these black dudes and call it the nation of domination you be an angry black man and that's how this is gonna work they always troped in racism the whole time would you look at the audience there are two places where misogyny um what's the word for when you're when you're and uh, uh homophobic yeah uh racist all there's this in two places battle rap and wrestling. No, hold on. And I'll do you one more, and this could be a segue to something else. I feel like it's any combat sport. Because mm, UFC. Floyd. Dana White, you're right. Let's get to them in a minute. You're but right. Floyd, Floyd Mayweather, his whole, per and a lot of people don't know this, his whole persona came about when he discovered, wait, I could be the dude that's hated, and that's actually going to get me ratings, mm -hmm. because people will hate watch, is he used to troll all the Mexican fighters. He used to specifically want to fight this. on Cinco de Mayo. He'd come out with the sombrero because boxing is huge for them, especially in those mm -hmm. like lighter divisions. Mm -hmm. So like that was their thing. And he said he thought to himself, 
I could have this audience here in America. Mm. But if I get these Mexicans hate watching me, I'm about to clean up and then just never lose, which is a big part of it. And to be fair, Manny Pacquiao was like Asian, Asian Mexican. I'm, I'm saying though. He, he looks Mexican. He so looks now, Mexican. like boxing always had that, right? Because mm. there's no more tribalistic thing than black dude fighting white dude. Yeah. Hispanic dude fighting black dude. Yeah. Hispanic dude fighting white dude. When the race comes, I think the only white boxer who got away with that was a white boy from who beat uh, Fury. Fury. I think he mm-hmm. gets away with it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like niggas fuck with him. I feel like we're like, nah, he, he cool. He don't bother no one X, Y, Z. His story's fucking crazy. He, he did also say the end. Because he's a gypsy, right? Cocaine, cocaine gypsy. He's literally cocaine bear when you think about it. You've been to Europe. They yeah. don't like the gypsies. They also don't like the niggas. No, they don't. But they hate the gypsies more. I literally, yeah, yeah. I, liter- I literally had mm, an ex of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pause this now. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh, an ex of mine, a people from Belgium. So we went to Belgium. I asked her cousin. I was like, "Yo, I haven't seen a black person in a while." He goes, "Oh no, 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 no. We don't worry about this <laughs> exact quote. We don't worry about the blacks. It's the fucking gypsies." I was like, "As a, as a Muslim gypsy, he goes them. It's like me point. It's like me saying to you, I don't." Fuck with niggas and be like, but I don't fuck with them niggas. I point to cut. You'd be like, but y'all look exactly the same. Same. They just have on like locks There's and no, jewelry. No difference between them. I said, like, oh, so y'all got beef with the gypsies? And I was like, yeah, yeah, y'all are fine. Like, Say less. We're not fine. First of all, no, nope. we're not fine. We're not fine. Like you, you saying we don't worry about is super dismissive. It's <laughs> easy to believe that we're not fine. We're not fine at all. At but, all. But back to that UFC thing yeah. and combat sports, right? But so where the UCF is right now, UFC. this is UFC. Yes, John School. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. There you go. Hmm? What? <laughs> not look at look at look at look at activated. So let me say Kentucky. You like huh? <laughs> so so where the UFC is right now, this is the place where fighters, fans, and anyone you get to traffic in hate speech. Mm-hmm. You get to traffic in misogyny. We'll be you get to traffic in racism, and it actually helps your career because it's almost as if the audience that craves that this is their sport it can't be football no too much niggas dominating that yeah it can't be basketball but now niggas dominating ufc too too much niggas dominating that no but this is still the place where remember how we talked about boxing where it's not frowned upon it's actually encouraged in ufc in combat sports it's the same thing and it helps when you have dana white as the head of it and he is actually not going to stop anyone from saying anything. And it's in the name. Dana White. <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> Look at what happened with all it's the, in the name. with all the Sean Strickland stuff, right? So yep. before his last fight against Duplessis, when he was saying he went on that extremely homophobic rant. And Dana White is like, I'm not putting a leash on anybody. Free speech, say whatever you want. They're using the banner of free speech, and that got co-opted just to be able to include hate and whatever they want to say. Well, there's, well, I mean, there's a conversation there. Should NBA and NFL players, other big, huge MLB, huge, uh, huge sports leagues, should they be allowed to say whatever they want to say? Because free speech, I mean, they're not, to be clear, they're not wrong. No, but this is hypocritical as fuck because, and the reason why they don't do it is not because they don't have the same opinions or they don't want to say the same thing. It's because they're smart and they're businessmen. Mm. And I was listening to an episode of Pablo Torre Finds Out, and he had on Ariel Helwani, who was like the foremost journalist when it comes to combat sports. Mm -hmm. And they were playing clips of Dana White in the early UFC days. And there there was a Cuban fighter, I think, and after one of his fights... He said something about religion and taking down someone else's religion. Mm. And in a press conference then, Dana White, and you could hear him on video saying it. It sounds like a different person. He says, you can't just say whatever you want, especially if you want to be in corporate America. He said, go to any business. Okay, so it's the you, can't, you can't just say whatever you want because there are consequences that come with this kind of thing. This was Dana White saying this. You know when his tone and everything else changed? 2016. What happened in 2016? Mm, Who became the guy in 2016? Trump. Who did Dana White align himself with? What what audience did they see that was available for them to co-opt and take? So was they shifted their whole philosophy completely because now saying that shit, you saw where it could get you to being the leader of the free world. So of course it could get you millions in your sport. I won't front. The only hypocrisy I really saw, and that's a good point you made. The only hypocrisy I saw was when they were like, "Don't bring um, uh, politics into sports. Don't do that." Da da da. And then Dana White keeps bringing Donald Trump out. <laughs> they were like, we hate rap. Rap is dark and rap is stupid. And Kanye was like, fuck the Jews. And he was like, yeah, 
Kanye Free West. speech. He's that good guy. Hey. Right now I'm watching. Did you see the Ben Shapiro rap? No, I purposely stayed away from that shit. It's tabley. Do you know what he... That's Spanish for terrible, by the way. Do you know what... Wait, let me confirm that with John. John, is that Spanish for terrible? Terrible? Terrible. Terrible. Yes. You Wait. didn't say them R's at all. You said table. Well, we get it. Why'd you do your hand like that? Hey. Because table. Andrew. Uh. Good job. <laughs> Thank Close you. enough. Thank you, John. Right. You know what? If you go to any Spanish country, and they will understand what he said. He been to Costa Rica for a minute, Magusta. and now all of a sudden, you all these blood brothers? Gracias, John. Gracias, gracias, gracias. Remember when he didn't leave you no food from Thanksgiving? At all. You remember <laughs> when he bought me the coffee in the Panamanian airport instead of Costa Rica? Did you get coffee, nigga? Did you get coffee? You did from, get coffee. From a third world country that smokes Spanish. But did you get food when I cooked the curry? No. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to lie on my name. Look at that. Look how quickly he was. You're very passionate about, yeah, see, about the Curry situation. Yeah. I, I saw an alliance forming against me, and a boom, wedge <laughs> issue. There you go. Way to turn the front upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned from Dana White. <laughs> the only thing I learned from him, because I no, don't hit women. The Ben Shapiro... Mm, good point. The Ben Shapiro rap. God, totally got away with that, by the way. In the middle of the Megan Nikki beef, full circle, he made that rap, and he was like, Yo, Nicki Minaj, why you ain't get no Grammy yet? And she goes, Nicki Minaj is right now advocating for Ben Shapiro. She goes, that song, Facts, Ben was really talking to him. They're retweeting each other. This is where we're at. But that nigga is so weird because he been wanting into this world. He's autistic. Why did they, whoa, why did they have such a strong stance when WAP came out? Why did he read mm-hmm. the lyrics on WAP? And that's when I was like, you, one, you want a part of this world. Two, you want to fuck one of these gals so, so bad. bad. Yeah, you know what? So bad. Today's show, he was like, well, I suppose, what is, what is that? I mean, my wife is, used the KY. He read the you lyrics. Mean, you, mean, you mean they naturally get, they naturally get wet? I know the minute <laughs> when it happened is when he read the lyric with the macaroni in the pot. And he was like, what do you mean the sound? What does that mean? What do you, and, oh. My sex sounds like sandpaper on wood. Like, why, why is this? They, they, so they, did, they they just get wet. Yeah, that's what they do. He wants is it a black thing. He is wants it a in on this. Thing? He wants in on this shit. And yeah. the fact that she now aligns himself with her, all it goes to show you is, bro, when you feel like you down by and you losing a war, you will cling to anything because yeah, you grasping. The worst thing that happens, and thank you for bringing us back full circle, is public opinion has now turned against her mm-hmm. because Megan is seen as the one that's graceful. And when you have grace above this stuff, mm-hmm. like to all to not constantly be in the fray, because look what it was like. She dropped her track. Mm-hmm. She dropped the visuals and left, and ain't do no back and forth. Disappeared. Nikki was ranting and raving for days on social media. Dropped a very underwhelming song, and people just continuously making fun of her. Like it's kind of like the okay with the Jada Kingdom thing because dancehall started all of this. Like I can't believe Jada we, Kingdom and Teflon done. Yeah, I can't believe we left them out. But Jada yeah. Jada Kingdom bust our ass with bars, and that's still even though hip hop got all this other shit going on around it and social media mm-hmm. kind of muddy the waters. When you go back to it, it's still about the bars. You know it's difficult for me. The Jada Kingdom and Teflon. They do that fine. I want everyone to win. I lie. I just want Jada Kingdom to win. I just want Jada Kingdom to win. That's how. That's how much of a man I am. Like, made the finest win. Even if she loses, she wins. She... Who lo- who who you fucking first? Megan or Nikki? Megan. That's why she win. <laughs> but you know what helps, and this goes back to our Juju Watkins conversation. When they find, and then you see them be good at their craft. You can do whatever. You do whatever, baby girl, go. Oh my God, look at you. I feel it right now. When they find and good at their craft. Nikki only ball was, you, you're big feet and you're tall. Go on. This is the finest gal in rap right now. Small ox. Well, no, that's a lie. Lotto was the finest gal in rap. Small ox cut down big tree. Mm. Did you freestyle that? Nope. Was that generations of that? Ancient Chinese. Yeah, yeah, ancient yeah, Chinese yeah. secret. <laughs> what? I know. I take that to me and John wants to desperately fuck a tall woman. <laughs> or he has recently. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, family. It's one of those two things. But no, at the end of the day, women have been winning all week. I think 
especially with this Griselda documentary out. Not documentary, the Griselda show. Did you enjoy it? Did you watch it? Okay, so as someone that's consumed all of the Cocaine Cowboys and actual Griselda documentaries, we can't call this that. Let me ask you a question. This is, uh, this is a creative imagining of what happened. Before we delve into... But yes, I did. Sorry, I did watch the show. I did enjoy it. Before we delve deep into so- Sofia Vergara, which I would happily love to do. I you, Thank you for beating me to the punch. Happily. And if we had a chance to delve deep into Sofia oh Vergara, you God. would not beat me to that Even punch. with the prosthetics and the teeth and whatever. The fact that they were like, we made her ugly. And I was like, you did? Pardon? I also knock. What you mean? My question to you is, I, I, I know you're, you're a historian, you're a reporter at heart, XYZ. Why are the Bahamas always in it? Look, why yo, every drug blow, everything related to drugs, like Andrew. So they went to Norman's. I was like, why are we always in it? Andrew, we don't be in it enough. You know, <laughs> you know how big of a part of the story that we were? We were literally the middleman. We were the conduit for it to happen. You cannot just go. It, it's disingenuous for people to go, okay, it just went from South America. To, Amer- to North America. No, it's, it's, no. They make a stop. It went through here first. All of it. All the millions of tons, all of it came through here first. How you think niggas had their own island? But my question is, as a people, what does it say about us? And by the way, I pride myself on this. Niggas had their own airport. Like, so let's, let's be bro, 100 with bro, this. Bro, niggas was telling me, I, I had an older gentleman, I can't call his name. I had an older gentleman tell me, say, I was talking about it on the radio, and he was like, Andrew, you know how much Bahamian stewardesses I know was making runs on certain airlines. He's nope. like, do you know how much policemen, taxi drivers, to I know? this day, it was it was to everywhere to this day. <laughs> I questioned my parents all the time. Y'all couldn't do it for a little bit. My father was a taxi driver to this day. One y'all... minute he couldn't build a house, the next minute he's like, house in San Susie. I was like, how does how does that? Wait, hold on, y'all couldn't just jump in the game and jump back out for a minute, just for a minute. For a minute, it was, a minute. it was everywhere. Like everyone in Bahamian society from the top straight to the bottom. We could have got in somewhere in the middle. Yep. As we like to do. We, let, we love to get in the middle. Just it's, jump, the middle jump in, jump back out. But yeah, in all of these documentaries, all of these films, you, you can't tell the what, story about it without mentioning the Bahamas. Are we better than America in this lane? Because during that time, and so much coke was coming out of our country, are we better than America because we never had a coke epidemic? Like we literally was like, nah, we, had, we good. No, we we had crack, we had crack. Like if you talk, but to it wasn't we, an epidemic. Mm, it was hair. No, no, we have coke and crack hair now. We have yeah. fentanyl hair now, but it wasn't like a problem. I think if you talk to enough people that were around in the eighties, they'll tell you it was an it was a problem. It's just that our population is so small, and the percentage that right the percentage that it was happening to wasn't as big as we saw and and it also wasn't plastered all over the news media like it was in the US. But I think if you like talk to your mom, talk to different people in that generation, they'll tell you that, oh no, we saw it wreaking havoc on people's families. Would you have run some coke for Griselda? Like just one run, 100 grand. I ask people all the time and I say, you know what? I don't want to actually be a drug dealer because no, it, I seems, don't. it seems very I dangerous. Don't. Our streets right now are washed in blood. And I don't know why it's happening, whether it's just drug-related or whether it's just gang wars. I don't like these dudes. Mm-hmm. But how do you, like, what is an entry-level, like, drug dealer person at? Like, can I work in filing? Can I do, like, something with the paperwork? I, I don't want to be on the road. I would like to work somewhere higher up in distribution. Like, what, what are the different levels of this? I want to deal drugs safely. You could be the guy who weighs it. The guy who weighs it mm. actually makes a good amount of money. As mm. not, it's not the money of the dudes who run the load, pause. Mm. But it's the money of the dudes who are like, how much is weigh? What's his worth? So, um, uh, um, Arturo. Yes. Him. You could be that guy. Mm. He was like, this weighs this amount. This is the math on this. Okay. You guys could do the murdering and, and the drug selling and the killing. Bye. And then, and then yeah. they're good to go. Like, and Arturo still got killed, but years later. Shit. All right, but can I just work in marketing? Because I feel like they always... How would you market Griselda Blanco's Coke? We saw, we saw Frank, Lewis, Frank Lucas do it in uh, American Gangster. Yes, we did. With the Blue Magic. Marketing. Can I perhaps... Name is like a name. Can I perhaps just be a, a marketer for a drug dealer? You think you ever would have done Coke? No. I would have tried it. I would have tried it. I, by the way, don't do Coke. Try it. This is fresh, uncut Medellin 
co- cocaine, co- cocaine. It's, it's, it's disingenuous for me to say no now because I was also raised in a generation where you were taught to fear that. And a, so to, be, to, to be perfectly fair, it was the party drug of choice throughout the 70s into the 80s. What we were more fearful of was crack. I think what happened was there's a great uh, songwriter and philosopher, um, Benevolent uh, King. He had, a, he, he had a poem that says, and I, and I don't want to get the words wrong, Minaga choke on no coke, strictly sensimania me a smoke. Yes, yes. That always stuck with me. It always that did. Always it always did. My first party in Kentucky, I thought of those lyrics, and I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? He's right. I don't want to choke on the coke. I don't want to. But do you, I mean, but there was a, there was a lot of things that happened with our generation that scared us off of it because like I grew up, you know the land bias story. No. The land bias story is the thing that made me said, "Well, I never want to do that." It's the baseball player who the basketball, basketball player, basketball player, player, basketball player, player yeah, yeah. who selected, selected no, not on the court, selected second overall, nineteen eighty six draft, supposed to be the second coming of Michael Jordan. People actually thought he was better. Gets drafted by some weird whatever happened in the, in the trade negotiations. The Celtics, who were the best team in the NBA at the time, ended up with the second pick. And everyone is like, well, they have Larry Bird. They have Kevin McHale. They got Danny Ainge. They have this great team. They are going to get even better because they get in this next Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. They pick Len Bias second overall. The night of the draft, Len Bias goes out, celebrates, does coax, dies. The night after the draft. So think about you growing up here in this story That's your whole life. You always a good coke. He could have saved that for the boys. You know what I mean? I mean, why would you waste all that precious white girl? Like, you know me, I don't waste. I, I've never wasted. I don't, I don't waste no white girl. girl. <laughs> I, I don't ne- waste that. I've never wasted a precious <laughs> white girl. No, no, we got not one time. We hit that. But <laughs> you, we're, we're gonna deal with that. But if you grow up here in that story, you, white women, you'd be like, oh my god, I will never do this shit because if you do it once, you're gonna die. That's how I grew up thinking of it. But this is why I get so mad at like the weed protocols for these teams, where it's like. Don't smoke weed. He's like, okay, I'm going to get hungry, happy, sleepy. Oh, no, that's gone. Y'all was doing coke. No, the weed protocols are gone. Oh, they are? Yeah. God is the greatest. They ain't worried about that shit. God is the greatest. Because, like, what are we doing? Because what are we doing? Who, who was the baseball player who, uh, uh, he was a um, pitcher, and he did the whole game on LSD? Oh, uh, Doc Ellis, I think it was. Legend. In the 70s. Legend. What do you, what, what, what you say he saw? <laughs> like they look like dragons or something. Like that? Strike zone. That's what he saw. Well, yeah. I mean, as, as we all do, don't we? John, I don't I mean, think, right? I don't think he saw it. I think he just was hurling that shit and it was working. <laughs> I don't think he saw it. But I, I mean, yeah. To, to take it back to the the Griselda documentary. So, so you're, so you're telling me you said the series left a lot out. I think it did leave a lot out. I think it left a lot of the story out. To me, the biggest part of the story that I was looking forward to was. What happened when she was actually in prison in L.A.? Because, exactly, they stopped it there by just giving you the text ending of, yeah, her sons went back, they killed her whole family. But she went to prison in L.A. and started an entire second family. There was a... With a black guy, right? Yes. Yeah, with a black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was like his LeBron of drug dealing. She was his Jordan of drug dealing. So he would just send her letters... I want to be a part of your life. Teach me how to do this. She responds to his letters because she ain't got nothing else to do in yeah, jail. Shift, shift, shift time. And through all of that, she starts to front his business. So this dude becomes a cocaine kingpin in LA and they have a legitimate relationship, which fell apart because she found out that he was fucking a white woman on the outside and then she tried to have As him we killed. Do. She As tried we. to have him killed. Most successful black. He man. ended up testifying against her, blah, blah, blah. But that was a compelling ass part of this story because. It did not end with her just getting arrested. It continued on. I thought it was going to end with what happened because... In other words, they're going to they, they, they drag this out another about three seasons. They could have at least dragged it out one more season or gone 12 episodes because she went back to Columbia after she was released from prison and the beef was not dead. They killed her yeah, they leaving killed the, her, butcher yeah. shop. the butcher shop. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, was no, they, it was not dead. Like That shit stuck with these dudes. My biggest question of the series, and then we get off this. My biggest question is this. John. Your mother is a beautiful woman, correct? Your mother is a beautiful woman, correct? Should I say yes. Yes. Your mother is a beautiful woman, correct? Yes. Queen Cut, your mother is beautiful. All right. Love my mother. Mm-hmm. My mother is similar to your mother. Uh, rocking the Jada Pinkett. I, I think my mother's gorgeous. You want to get to that age? She ain't trying to do nothing with no hair. Right. I know your mother's gorgeous. I know all of everyone's side. All of the mothers are gorgeous. 
is their mother was playing being played by Megan Good. Mm-hmm. Would you complain that Megan Good isn't as fine as your mommy? Here's the thing, though, and <laughs> go so, on, so... <laughs> go on. Your mother's gorgeous. So, so what the, what this is in reference to is the fact that Michael Corleone, the only living great name, by the way, yeah. Well, great obviously, name. you could see what she was yeah, into. Yeah. The the fact that Michael Corleone Blanco had some issues with the show. Mm-hmm. A big part of his issue was that well. Y'all got to come up off some bread if I'm, I should be a part of this story. How could y'all be telling this story without me being a substantial part of it, without me benefiting from it? And he's a book coming out. Conveniently. And, and so I am going to also has a podcast series with, uh, oh, why does his name make sense? Billy Corbin. Mm-hmm. So Billy Corbin is a director that created the Cocaine Cowboy series. And Which you got to watch. He has done the most work and the most research on Griselda Blanco. So those two are coming together. For a podcast series, they're going to have six episodes and they're going to be, they're going episode by episode with the show, telling you what was right, telling you what was wrong, okay. doing critiques and all of that. So I'm, <clears throat> I'm interested to see what he's going to say about the entire thing. You're not my question. I totally fucked up that point because I coughed mid-point. Are you going to be mad? I don't want to talk about Megan. If they get Holly Berry to play... <laughs> A young Louise. Here's why I'm not going to get mad, and this is going to go into a very sick place. And your your mother's a beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't can't say that enough. All of y'all. Yes, yes. Okay. Queens, all of them. Once this happens, if Halle Berry's playing her, this means I get to interact with Halle Berry on set. That's all I'm thinking about. But then it also takes you to a terribly dark place. Yeah. Be a motherfucker. We all have been already. Still gonna do it though. Still gonna do it. <laughs> Still Ali Berry. Don't look me in the eye. Don't call me baby. Don't call me. <laughs> all of that shit is just acting. You're not really that person. What's your mom is calling? Like, like you know, you are, nope, we're not talking about it. You're not really. You're not. <laughs> you're not really that person. Like you're not. I don't believe. Listen, what, you can't come from set in full Louise Targ- garb. What Daenerys Targaryen real name is? Uh, Emily. What is it? What exactly? Emilia Clark. That gal. Huh. I don't think you actually ride in dragons when you come no, off I set. Don't. So, Halle Berry, I don't think you're working in the emergency room at Princess Margaret Hospital. There's a great riding dragons joke right there. I know. And I can't think of it. But it's a great riding ja- dragons joke right there. Y'all comment. <laughs> you're, you're riding dragons, but you ride something else. It's right there. It's right there. It's right there. Yeah, but I'm sorry. If, if you find... My mother looks a lot like uh, Felicia Rashad. Not a flex, just saying. If you got Felicia Rashad to play that role, I'm sorry, I still got dick for Felicia. Why is she still fine? Why is she still fine? Why is she st- I will beat the charges for Bill Cosby out of her. What, what, what is it about her and Angela Bassett? Why are they still fine at this age? No, Angela Bassett is a problem. Angela Bassett is a problem. Like, 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 wh- Let me ask you a question. What's too old for you? I like how me and John laugh at the exact same time. John's breath. Me and John laugh John, at the exact same time. John, and I didn't think he was listening because he didn't edit it, but he had a bar. He selective listening. He knew some shit. He knew some shit over there. He did some shit. What is too... Because... Ooh, you yo, that I, got very... I, yes. John's breath got dark. I want to know his answer to that. John, what's the old as you go? It did. <laughs> That's a real, that's a real tough one. That's a real tough is one. It? Yeah, it is. It is isn't? Because it? it's subjective. Because, Andrew, based on what we was just saying, we just mentioned two women that's over 70, right? No, yeah. I, I didn't pass that all. I think she goes, no, bro. Fuck, she is not. Boy. I, I'll Google. Talk. I, I'll Google. Okay, so we mentioned two older women, right? But all of them are not created equal. So I think it's all in how you keep them. John is very sure. particular yeah. about this. Sure. You know what? I sure, sure get so antsy right now. <laughs> I, go in, I go in to recklessly, recklessly speculate right now. John is fucking a 70-year-old woman. Mm, I would she, say this. 65. But I mean... I just about 65. I'm sorry. Still yeah. can get it. Close. Still can get it. Okay, so what are we, what are we arguing about? That's my thing. That's why... I, I'm with you. I'm saying there's, it's so subjective because all... All 65-year-old women are not equal. You know so why I got a backpedal? You can't say I wouldn't fuck a 65-year-old how, woman how, because what if she looks like Angela Bassett? How old is J-Lo? J-Lo in her 50s. 
That's what I'm saying. So you may Shakira's be Shakira's how old? You may be saying Shakira close to fifty. Shama Hayek's how old? This is what I'm saying. She's got to be J Lo age. So it it's all based on how you keep it. Yep. I went to Cuba. They had some very old cars that they keep really nice. And they drive that's, the same as the as the newer cars. That's what you remember. They get you to point A to point yep. B. And right? the architecture. Yeah, that's what you remember. Mm-hmm. Yep. Boy, the architecture. Incredible. Who'd you, who'd you know? Who'd you pull up? Incredible mechanics. So I have to shut my fucking mouth. Because Sade is 65 years old. Thank you. And I would. Thank you. Yo. The only woman you, the only two women in this world you love more than Sade is possibly your mom and Glennis Hannah Martin. Let me tell you something about Glennis Hannah Martin. Mm-hmm. A yellow queen. Yeah. I've been on her neck. Every every chance I get mm-hmm. on everything that I'm on. Yeah. Maybe radio or podcast. I need her to stop playing with me. Mm-hmm. Clip this. I need her to stop playing with me. All I'm asking for is a date. Yeah. Let me carry you for a good Asiago. <laughs> you, you, you could get whatever nuggets, whatever nuggets you want, baby. Mm-hmm. I got it. We ain't working on no budget. Loki I am, but we're working on a budget. But you can't, I mean, you have to give the appearance that we're not. Picture it. Me and Glennis. Wendy's line, 11 o'clock. They close at 12. Mm. 11 o'clock. Baby, what you want? Hand on knee. Hand on knee. Still playing Griselda, you know. Yeah. Because I want to know I'm a real nigga first. Yeah. I'm a real nigga first, but. Only, only Griselda and Boldy James for this kind of situation. Exactly. We had, the, we had the Wendy's line. Baby girl, what you want? I don't get full. <laughs> don't say that. What you mean? Like, you know what? They ain't gonna get full, man, right? You don't try to feel bloated, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? She won't make sure you can eat too, because she don't want feel she don't want to be the only one. Oh, Andrew Green. You mean. Yeah. I say all that to say this. Glennis hit my line. You know, we're on the show. Glennis hit my line. I, I stopped playing on me. I know you heard. I know you heard. You we, heard. We don't have anything else to say. <laughs> I know she heard. Stop playing with me. My yellow queen. What are you doing? I don't know. Come minister, come minister to this edge. You can teach me. Show me the way. You know what? You could be like that Cosby dude. She could be your Griselda. You got to start writing her directly. I didn't start throwing shots. You got to start doing yeah, this directly. No, You've been too abstract about it. See, yeah, he, no, was you're in, right. he was in dancing around it. He was mailing those letters directly to her to prison. You got to get on her directly. I try to be her Dario. I try mm. to be... I try to be a stepper, like a big stepper. I try to be like the dude who like protects her from the evil in this world. Not behaving evil. I can't fight. And I don't want the problems with these dudes who kill her. But no. like, get out of the way. Glenn is coming through. But like, but like in the House of right. Assembly when someone shouted her a little bit too much. Because you know how them dudes just go when they banging on the right. table and they sending shots. You want to be in the gallery just to stand up to be like, hey, hey, hey. Yo. I bench four plates on a regular basis. Don't just do that. You know that. Don't do that. Like when you talk to her, talk with respect. You talking to Gihanna? Yeah. What you doing? Like lower your tone. Yeah, lower your voice. Speak respectfully. Yeah. Don't. I wanted to fight the dude who said she like she like mine. You like mine. Remember that clip? There was in the House of Assembly and someone screamed. She was talking about something. She screamed, you, remember, you, you remember who did it? No, I don't. Okay. I got, I got onside beef. For well, me. let's look that up and now. I think you know, but you were trying to say it. Right? No, I, I'm be keeping track of what they do with the politics. I have a feeling who was nervous, but I, I have zero idea. You don't care. You, you, you saw me in a report long fight. <laughs> Even when I was, I wasn't checking for that shit. So what? So what do we rate uh, Griselda out of ten? And you I know get, more than me, so I can't speak. I the sh- the show was cool. Um, the creative license they took with it. I just wanted them to go a little bit deeper into the stories, particularly. What happened after she got arrested? Uh, I I give it like a six. It was Sophia a, it was, did a hell of a job though. Yeah, it was an easy it was an easy watch. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, for somebody who likes a lot of that time period and not really to glamorize it, but I like learning about that time period. Um, the cocaine wars in Miami were incredible. The Bahamas. I, I think I like it so much because I always want to see more of what... I want someone to tell the story of what things was like in the Bahamas then. That's why I'm always so interested in it. The conversation we need to have is how the 80s were like the wildest time in history. Like the fact that they got on planes with cocaine in their bras and like came off the plane safely. It, was, it wasn't a thing yet. I watched, I watched Die Hard the other day, the first Die Hard. And this nigga was on the plane with, with, with like a gun. Yeah, it, he came off and like remember, like you could like yo, smoke on a plane. We don't even remember. We smoke. don't even remember how different how different things was before nine eleven. Like when we think about when we were kids 
traveling and going on planes then. Completely different experience yeah. to what it is now. So think about back then before anything had a chance to be regulated. We talking about the 70s. We talking about the 80s. Yeah. They was getting away with murder. Bro, it was the wild west. It was the wild fucking west. And, I, and, I'm, and I, I'm mad I didn't live... To your point earlier, I'm mad to live in that generation. Just I ain't gonna lie. I, 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 I may run cold. See, like, I'm, I am too afraid to do it now because there's... If there's one thing I fear more than murder, it's uh, going to jail and being raped. Yeah, I, I fear I fear anal rape more than I fear anything else. Just Fox Hill. No, no. Anywhere. No, no, anywhere. Anywhere. I, 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 you would have to... I could be in Sweden. Like, I, I, I fear no, no, anal no. rape. No, no, no. You could put... You know what prison you could put me in? The ones that ASAP Rocky was in. Where that was? That was Sweden. That was Switzerland. That Switzerland. Ju- that just looked like an apartment. They were amazing. It was just a regular apartment. I was like, lock me up. And I was like... That's y'all prison? They had like a cafeteria with several TVs. You could pick like news, sports, drama. I was like, this the prison? His prison looked better than my dorm room. It looks better than my where I live, beloved. So so like that so that's all I mean. But yeah, I, I, I want to I would like for one of these shows to happen and maybe it'll take a Bahamian storyteller to do it. I want to tell our story in the midst of all of this. Ted Dizziness? Obama's. Well, we wasn't dealing drugs. I just mean... Could have been. Too dangerous now. Eighth year, see this? You and Kari go through that shit, right? <laughs> Get an eighth? No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You missed it. No, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I did. I thought she was referencing you and Kari. Where are we on the... So, uh, some other drama has come out, uh, and I don't consider this drama, but I am a little peeved out of it. I'm peeved about it. And I actually want to hear John's take on this. So Travis Kelsey, when he was dating a black girl, yeah. had a very, very, very good haircut. Wow, he, we almost get through this without talking football at all. That's just crazy. You can't avoid that. So Travis Kelsey, when he was dating the black girl, I forgot her name. I think her name was Kaylee or some shit. And when they were together, he was, if I may, niggerish. Black clothing, black fashion, black whatever. I think he's the same as what he is now. I think he's the same as what he's always Hold been. Hold on, no. Then he got with Taylor Swift. Lost the fade, lost all of it. Had the, I cut off my body cam, mustache, police c- cut. And then as people were like, oh, Kelsey Switch, he's now going back to the beard and the fade. So now they're having what they call white men going into barbershops asking for the Kelsey. I am old enough to remember when the Rachel, uh, Rachel from Friends, Jennifer Aniston, yeah. White women would go and be like, I want the Rachel, which is like a little bob. I'm not. Uh, I, I got to show I, you I'm like my old driver's picture. license pictures and stuff. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're chiming in because I want to hear, are you going to get the Kelsey? I used to get skin fades all the time, like when I was in Miami and stuff. Like that's just, that's so nothing new. So you're defending appropriation? Yes. Um, <laughs> and now you see. No, what? he would never call it the fucking Kelsey though. No. Yeah. Bing. Good point. Very good point. John just, wouldn't call it the Kelsey. He'd be like, I would like, I would like get it. But see, John Bahamian. Yeah, that's, that's so the problem. I would John just, Bahamian. But then the thing too is here is like when you were when I was younger, it was cheaper to get my hair cut at a barber here. Mm. God rest his soul, the guy who was in um, Sea Grace Plaza. Oh would, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. He used to cut my that's hair. My barber too. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, so yeah, we used to go after high school, and it was like five to ten dollars depending on mm. or whatever cheap. it is. Yeah, it was just cheap, and it would always just be fade. Like you're in the military. Oh, fade. Let's go. Done. So are we? Are we? Is this outrage? Or are we just? And now I don't cut care? my hair. <laughs> no, see, I think I think the difference with it is, and there's a difference between a flat top, the buzz cut that you'd get in the military, and and the actual fade, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously, like you said, John John has grown up in Bahamian culture. Mm-hmm. He mentioned going to Miami. That's Hispanic culture. Mm-hmm. Those people been fading. This is this is normal stuff. I think this is also on top of the fact that. They made it seem as if they were reintroducing swag surfing to a different crowd, right? Mm -hmm. So when you put those two things juxtaposed to each other, two things that seminal parts of black culture, Mm -hmm. we looking at saying like the stuff that we've been doing, like this isn't this isn't anything out of the ordinary. This isn't anything out of the norm. Like you calling it the Kelsey is disingenuous. Like just call it a fade, bro. Like just that's what it is. Right. And it right. was the, the thing about it is like it was in the New York Times. And I think I saw a Jamel Hill tweet about it and she was like, you know, y'all could just have like one person in the newsroom just saying, I ain't even saying it gotta be a black person, but somebody just in tune with different cultures saying it ain't a Kelsey. Like, you could walk down the street and see a hundred people with this haircut. Mm-hmm. He got the haircut from somebody else. <laughs> by the way, I can tell he got that cut by a Dominican. Of course he did. 
Ain't nobody is fed like I, Dominicans and Cubans in Miami. Bro, I hate to bring it up again, right? And I'm not even trying to bring it up to be like funny. You are. Them Costa Rican niggas. Oh, jeez. Their hairlines are. You want to tell us more about your Costa Rican? Drink. No, fuck the trip. These niggas can cut. How's the dental work in Costa Rica? Very good. Very cheap. Very cheap. So you would recommend people to go there for dental work? One hundred. I did. I'm not. I don't know if you're trying to get me. You, go, you going back? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta go he back in March. Oh. Yeah. What, what, I don't know if that was. I don't know what's happening. But See, no, amazing. This this is the difference. I ask you about these things because I care. No, you don't. No, I don't. But I still ask you about it because I find it interesting enough because I'm going to go get all my stuff done in Chile. You know, them Spanish countries, they know what they're doing. See how he got, you see how, you see how he can let me have Costa Rica? You, you see how he can let me have that? He had the one up you. He, he just circled it back to Chile. Yeah. And his ancestry. So he see how thing, he did it. Yeah. And I'll be perfectly honest. He only asks you about Costa Rica as a segue to get back to him going to Chile. 100%. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. You better get like five surgeries for like $300. Or less. More he, free? He, he, he had to start. Oh, see? See? You see how, like, during Black History Month, we can't have nothing? Not First travel scales with the haircut, now I can't even have Costa Rica. Maybe not just the surgeries either. <laughs> it, it may be some other things in the middle. So I have a question for now. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. I have a question for now. And John and Queen Cut, if he's interested. Here's my question. I'm going to close out like this. Mm-hmm. If you had one day in heaven, one day in hell. Who would you want to talk to in heaven? And who would you want to run down on in heaven? And who would you want to talk to in hell and run down on in hell? One day. Who would I want to? I'll start with I'll start with heaven first. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I think a lot of people are going to go family, family or close friends with this one, right? So in heaven, who would I want to talk to? I would want to talk to my friend Jonah, who recently passed last year, because that was that's someone that's very close to me. That was something that hit me hit me mm-hmm. really hard, and I thought that I think that a lot of the things that are happening now, we would be making fun of. There's a lot of things yeah. that I want him to see, even like stuff with Kaizen, what he's doing. I think we talk about that kind of thing. Like, so that would be the biggest one for me. Rest in peace. Who I would run down on in... Oh, I'm running down on someone in heaven? Yeah, you're running down on someone. Okay. I'm running down on Malcolm X, and here's why. Oh, let me hear this. Because, and every... I always do my power rankings on people in the civil rights era, and Malcolm X is always number one in my power rankings, right? Even mm-hmm. over MLK. Mm-hmm. And I would just ask him, why you had to try be brave enough to still go off and do this stuff on your own? <laughs> like even after you knew they was trying to kill you, like you yeah. knew you knew the Nation of Islam had turned against you, you knew the FBI, you know, walking into the Audubon Ballroom, it was going to be a problem. You could have laid low, you could have stayed in Mecca, you could have just been chilling. You and Muhammad Ali had patched things up. You could have just been riding with him. You did not have to still go out there solo with minimal security, trying to start your own movement at that point. You knew the block was hot. You knew the block was hot. Block I would have wanted him to stay in Mecca, cool out for a little while. You know what Stokely Carmichael did, who was also on my top five power rankings? He mm. just left America. <laughs> you know what James Baldwin did? Just left America. Because sometimes, you know what you got to do when shit like that? Just leave America. So why did Malcolm X have to come back and do it? That's all I'm saying. You could have avoided it. I'm embarrassed about my pick now. Uh, why? I'm really Anyway, go ahead. And then after you go, then we go to hell. All right. My pick to talk to? would be David from the Bible. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, beloved, how you maintain all these hoes? Mm. How you maintain all of them? I mean, it was a really long time ago. Like, dudes in the 50s was doing that. Are no, you but, kidding? No, but your game had to be at a certain level to where, like, he, the Bible never mentions tensions. He was a rich nigga. What you mean? Yeah, but that's a lot of girls. Yeah, but they didn't respect women. <laughs> what are you talking about? They did so. No, they no the fuck they did not allow me that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Who would you run down on? I'm running down on Abel for being a bitch nigga. Cause how you let Kane like It's only two of them though. You didn't know there was beef? You didn't know there was smoke? Actually, you know what? I, so I, I no, actually you know let me walk that back. I'm running down on Abel I, I, on Kane, sorry. To be like, how does it feel to be like the first murderer? Like, what was your reaction when you was like so he ain't moving what's happening here. Like who explained to him, no, this nigga dead? Who's that guy? Was it Adam? Was it Eve? It had to be Adam and Eve, right? But they never saw death. They didn't know what it was. So God did? Jay-Z. 
No, not Jay Z. God. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled did it. I mean, he, he does seem eternal. He seems. He seems like he's he, always he been like here. He, I feel like Kai's is gonna be like our age, being like DJ Khaled dropped another one. Like, <laughs> and, and no one's gonna question. DJ Khaled is inevitable. <laughs> All right, let's go to hell. Go to hell. Who do I want to talk to in hell? By the way, I stole this from another podcast. <laughs> I, I, like five people have asked the question. I've had the same answer. So I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait for you to see if you say it. All right. Who do I want to talk to in hell? Mm. I want to talk to J. Edgar Hoover. Cause that's a good one. Because that's a good one. Low key, the worst thing to probably happen to Black America is J. Edgar Hoover. Mm. And I don't think a lot of people know that, and a lot of people know why. Like he used the strongest part of, uh. Amer- the the American, what do you call it? Anyway, he basically used the FBI to just police black America and mm-hmm. to keep, he, he, this was his direct quote, mm-hmm. to keep a quote-unquote black messiah from forming. Mm. Like, they couldn't really do, you know what? They're asking for, Smart. they're asking for, it worked. Smart. It worked. Smart. They, I can't be mad at him. They killed him and destabilized everything. Yeah. They killed Malcolm X. They killed MLK. They destabilized the That's Black Panthers. They ran everybody out. COINTELPRO actually fucking worked. I just want to talk to him and be like, you hated them that much? <laughs> that you? This is the strongest arm of the, U- of the U.S. That's you hated them that much. This is like, like the 50 Cent uh, meme. He's like, what did they fuck me for? Yeah. What I do? And I want to ask him if the cross-dressing stuff is true. And was all of this just because, like, you had some shit, some resentment buried beneath that yeah. the only way you could get it out is by attacking I him. think they put it on his jacket, though. I don't think he was No, right. I think he was absolutely doing that shit. You think he was doing that shit? No, there's been... His, his, his dude that he was with actually... People know who it was. He had, you know, back then, like in the 50s and 60s, you got a close friend. Well, mm-hmm. his close friend lived with him for decades. So there's that. His close friends on Instagram must have been crazy. That must have gone crazy. Nuts. Like, <laughs> like, like he posted FBI, to, hey, be careful, guys. Don't walk into this thing. I mean, it's like a green bubble of like him fucking a man. <laughs> All right, and I got to run down on somebody. Who am I running down, run down on, on in hell? King Leopold of Belgium, because worse than fucking Hitler. Worse than Hitler. The Africans, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The amount of people, he the, the genocide in the Congo specifically mm-hmm. that King Leopold is responsible for dwarfs the numbers of the Holocaust. Mm. And it doesn't get the same kind of play, doesn't get... Hitler is fucking terrible. He's mm-hmm. an evil person. Yeah. King Leopold, probably worse. I, I've seen shit with him. Who am I, uh, who I don't want to talk to? Rarely enough, James Baldwin. I think that's a great conversation. I feel like he's gonna say a lot of things I don't understand, but I feel like he'll be great to smoke like hell weed with. Because hell's gonna have be- hell's gonna have better weed than heaven. Why are you think James Baldwin in hell? I just feel him. Okay. <laughs> okay. I feel like he in hell. All right. Who would I want to run down on? I think I'd want to run down on the first grand dragon of the KKK, just to be like, so. When 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 did it start for you? When when, like, when did you see niggas and you was like, no, immediately, no. Like I like I, I, I want to sit down. I, by the way, I liked him to be in handcuffs because I don't know if he still ha- has resentment for me. He does. But I'd be like, and I, then I want to do a PowerPoint of every major sports league except hockey. They don't care. And be like, you see, you see how well your shit went. You know what I mean? Like I like I really want to, but I really want to understand because I don't. I want to understand how like a person's like. Nah, his culture's wrong. Oh, it's... His culture is wrong. Yeah, but it came from a very obvious place. People fear what they don't understand. People fear what is different. So a lot of that, a lot of that hatred and resentment came from me being in an unfavorable position, so I have to lash out my hatred at somewhere, and I am going to hate whatever other is. Wait, can I walk that back? Sure. Can I walk that back? Mm-hmm. I want to meet the white slave owner who created slave breeding. Just to tell him thank you. Be like, thanks. You made this. Why are you telling him thank you? Because he made an entire race of superhuman. Did you see the girl who does uh, ice skating, speed ice skating, who practiced for four months and is now going to the Olympics? You Black know, girl. You know the same way these dudes do with the dogs is how it was with us, right? Hear me up. <laughs> I, 
I'd have to play a little game. I just it's Louis C.K. joke. Okay. Reference. Oh my god! All right. I'd have, I'd have to play a little game called Definitely, Maybe. Okay. Definitely. We're ending. Definitely. We're ending on this. Definitely. Uh huh. Slavery was wrong. Slave breeding was terrible. Yes. He made men who are not in love with women, made them have sex, made them do things just so they could breed bigger and stronger uh, uh, slaves. Uh-huh. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. Yep. That's like getting LeBron at Serena Williams and having a child just on the strength of having a stronger slave. Definitely. Yep. But maybe, mm-hmm. maybe we don't get the NFL, NBA, and most major league sports if not for that man making that horrible mistake. That's it for respectfully. Definitely. That's it for respectfully. But maybe. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. So really at the root of all of this Gals Is Gals This has been the I Need a Minute podcast We in the long grass Thank you for listening We in the long grass Lying in wait uh, Gazelle ass gals Stay woke <laughs>